You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and we are here, Keith Price's Curtain Call, at the View Upstairs press-up fronts. And I am now, as we are moving through, you've got to hear from the playwrights, got to hear from Miss Frenchie, got to hear from Nathan Lee Graham, Grammy Award winning Nathan Lee Graham. You must say, you must say it with that kind of regalness. <laughs> And now we're getting to talk to one of the leads. You're the modern boy stepping into the, the 1973 uh, Jeremy Pope, actor Jeremy Pope, who's had a little bit of fun here in the big city, a little off-Broadway action. I did not get to see you in all, was it choir? Choir. choir. With Chuck Cooper. Yes. The Chuck Cooper. The Chuck Cooper. You have to say it like this. The Tony Award winning Chuck Cooper. And I'm here with Jeremy Pope, who is getting ready to step into, again, yet another new musical, because this is another new piece for you, and you get to originate the role in The View Upstairs. Jeremy Pope, how are you doing? I am feeling good, feeling great, <laughs> blessed and highly favored, and all the things. Yes. All right. <laughs> He's living that dream, y'all. So, you know, I'm looking at you, I see, like, mm, about 30 less of my years. <laughs> Don't do that now. I'll Don't do it. Don't he's, do it. He's, the chi- he's a child. They're just children. But he's in this piece where they're talking about issues that are A, kind of hardcore. B, at the same time, we're talking about the past and the present and how we are now looking at what kind of seems to still be the past, you know, some 40 some odd years later. Um, Tell me about your role here in this, this, this piece, The View Upstairs. So I play Wes, the character Wes, and um, he is an aspiring fashion designer, and he um, purchases this, this space, which he wants to be his flagship store for his line house. Um, and Wes is ultimately, he's the person that he wants to be remembered. He wants to be fabulous. He wants all the social media following. He wants the drag queens to love him. You know, he, he wants that so bad and that's so important to him. So he will do whatever it takes to get that. And, um, he comes in this space and I believe that he's challenged by the vibrant characters that he meets through this bar and getting the, the knowledge to know what the upstairs lounge was and what new Orleans was like in 1973. And like you said, how close we are now to how things were so many years ago, you know, and it's, it's, it's good for me, Jeremy, being young, being, you know, because coming into this world, coming to this industry, there's a lot of things that I don't know that I've heard through experience, you know, through people who have gone through certain experience, like this is how it was being an African-American actor back then. But it's, you know, to kind of go, oh, and then really go into the history of this world of, what was going on in New Orleans during this time and like I just keep coming back to that thing of like have we progressed where where are we now what you know there's so many similarities that it's it's shocking it's eye-opening well you know what I find very interesting Jeremy is that with this piece it is an opportunity to have the discussion so for you have you had any discussions like with you know the 30 plus year overs you uh, gay people in the world have you reached out because one of the things that I learned from talking to Max the composer and lyricist is that he he had a yearning at some point he said for some sort of mentorship as you know a young burgeoning gay man that he even recognizes that at 
that the AIDS crisis for someone like me, who I was right in the middle of all of that, like I lost all of those mentors. And then I said to him, it's sort of like, do you think it's because the, the, the loss of that mentorship that has happened for his generation, between his generation and mine, is it that they just don't choose to ask for it? Mm. I mean, like, are you, are you, I know you're, you, you, we just talked earlier about you doing a show with the great, amazing Tony Award winning Chuck Cooper. Like, you as a young black actor, you need to go sit at his feet. Yes. You didn't, no one had to tell you, no one had to I look knew, for you I that. So do you have that same kind of thing to understand? Because I'm, I'm not going to assume that you're gay because that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, you know, because you just keep fabulous. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But like, but as for you, do you find and seek out yeah. those, type of mentors, those types of mentors to sit at their feet and learn from as well? I do. I do. I think, you know, going back to Choir Boy and working with Chuck Cooper mm-hmm. and now being in this production and working with someone like Nathan Lee Graham, who wow. they both have lived totally different lives and, mm-hmm. you know, are amazing in their own ways. So the first day of rehearsal, it's this hello how are you and you know and throughout the process I find times to just talk to them about life and like where they are as people because you can just feel the knowledge that they have you know and I'm like I would not miss this opportunity to ask them so what's great about this piece is asking Nathan what was it like for you when you were 23 27 at this time you know and to kind of get yeah you know like where were you at what did you have to do because I know he had to work his ass off because it wasn't common to just be fabulous and to be gay and to be accepted. So it's like, how do you do that? And then be an African-American and then be trying to make this odd and be only one, you know, one African-American role in a play and you're all going for it. You know, like, what was that like? How were you able to rise up and still go, no, I am enough and I'm going to continue to be who I am. Like he said something at Broadway Con, I heard that, you know, whoever you are, be more of that. As Nathan said, and I was like, that's real. And I, he preaches that he is that. I'm Mm -hmm. like, he knows who he is and he's, he's, he's just going after that. It's, you know, so I, I've gotten that from Chuck. I've got anyone who's older. I'm, I'm just trying to, to listen and be ears because I know that I'm young, younger, um, but I'm smart at being young. And I know this is an opportunity for me to get some knowledge, get some information that I may not know to be, to be aware of something that I may not have been aware of you know and that is very important to me especially with working with this piece specifically I think for me I'm originally from Orlando Florida wow. so, so that, the Pulse nightclub thing must have really and I was home I wasn't in New York at the time I just happened to be in Orlando yeah. and that was really that was really hard for me um, wow so I'm just as you just said that to yeah me, I'm thinking this piece then must have once this kind of all flip came together for you yeah. like you didn't have to look hard for any more characters I didn't have to look hard Mm -hmm. um, or far Mm -hmm. um, knowing you know losing some people that went to school with me it was it was so close to home Mm -hmm. for us all but for me literally that coming to this piece it's it's like therapy you know because I I'm I'm ne- I'm not settled. I'm I'm still hurting. I'm still trying to work through trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. Right. You know, yeah. so you know, it's so interesting because the one of the the tenets about this story is that when this particular thing happened in 1973, nobody even knew about it. How do you feel about the difference of I mean, if you have to think about any change, do you see any kind of connection to the fact that nobody talked about that one? And the entire world knows about this, yeah. that moment in Orlando. Yeah, and 
and and that's what blows my mind every day the more we dig deep in this piece i'm like this happened and this many people and this many and that and no one knew about it no one asked no one like i it's you know it's one thing if a certain group and body of people don't know about it but i'm like i had no idea and even with knowing so much about pulse and all that it wasn't uh hey let's look at this and how similar these events were you know and so that it's it still blows my mind and it's it, it touches my heart every time we perform and i have this real connection with these people in the room and it makes me go imagine having this community this group of people this sacred place and then instantly it's just gone and like truly how or by exact and how how do we move forward in that you know because it's we have we know that we're we're not we're not we're not all safe we're not we have to know that and be aware of that but it's like with that happening then looking at the pulse what just happened it's like how do we go on as a country as a community as people and it blows my i don't have an answer you know and that's what i think is so special about this piece is we're just presenting facts you know these are facts these are things that have happened that Jeremy Pope with me here on The View Upstairs. And I would be remiss if I let Jeremy go before he tells me about his music. music. Oh yeah, God. yeah. So now it's recording artists. Let's add that to the yeah, list. Tasha Hair. Recording artists. <laughs> hair flip. You pull out the bun. Yeah, bun and and then you toss bang. it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a China bang for this. <laughs> Yeah, recording See, artists. You don't need no old mentor yeah, for that. Everybody that. has that in their, their, their We arsenal. already know. Okay, it's time to pull this up in the right <laughs> bun. Uh-huh. Edge control and go ahead and do what we need to do. Yeah. So tell me about your music. What, yes. where, where are you with your music? What is it that you What is it that you want the world to hear with your music? Yeah, so um, I'm in a place now where I've had some time off from doing eight shows a week. and um, Well, before this. Yeah. And um, um, being in Orlando, I was a Disney kid. I was into... Um, being a recording artist that was like my thing I just want to record I want to create this music in the studio and all that and then that kind of translated to doing musical theater and being on stage and I'm like okay there's a job in that so let's go after that Um, but now I've had some time and I'm back writing and producing which is what I did back home Um, so it feels good to just go in a studio and vibe out with different artists and producers Um, so I just released a new single um, called New Love it's out on iTunes Amazon Title all the things and um, yeah so we're doing that and um, the goal is I'm coming out with an EP, and um, but in the right time, I, I I don't I try to juggle both, but with this piece specifically, I'm like let's wait until I I know what the show is and we're running it, and we're feeling and rehearsals are done, you know exactly. So it's like and I because I don't want to teach, I want to be fully present for this moment because I have so much to learn right here for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like yeah, music. That's why I'm like y'all hold on to the single for a little bit. Yeah, keep that on loop. And stay tuned. So the goal is um, in the next um, month or two to kind of release a, a bigger project. So what we like to say, this is just a tease. It's a light tease. Yeah, mm. a little tease. Mm. Y'all hold on to that, though. Okay, see, I'm too old to be getting teased. So you're going to have to hurry up and get this EP popping. I'm going to get it popping for you. I'll drop it for you. Because I can't, you know, I don't know how much time I got. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Pope. So again, you can come to New York City if you are visiting, you're making your trips to planned to come to do your theater runs and you want to add a different dimension to your thing besides, because you ain't getting Hamilton, so stop. Stop playing with it. Stop, stop playing with stop. it. It just ain't happening. You're going to have to wait till 2018 you know or I just don't know. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know somebody that had got tickets last year uh-huh. in June for the January show. No, year before last, J- June, for January last year. But then the blizzard came and he couldn't go that day and then had to wait all the way until November of this past That's year in order to get it. the tricks of the enemy. So okay. what I need you to do is you go to viewupstairs.com. Go ahead and get your tickets. You, you can get those now. We got that. Go to Hamilton.com and see what you get. <laughs> yeah, nada. Exactly. Nada. And you still got to buy stuff. All right. So, again, the view upstairs here in New York City at the Lynn Redgrave Theater. Um, the first preview is going to be February 15th. Opening night is February 28th. It is set to close. May 30, what was it, May 21st, but there's an opportunity, you know, if there's a demand, this, if the spirit moves, then this is something that you will be able to see maybe in June. I think if, it, you know, this is the kind of piece right now that needs to at least make it until gay pride. That's my thought, but I ain't a producer, which means that everybody needs to show up now yeah. and create the demand so that it can happen. But go to theviewupstairs.com, and of course, you now can get Jeremy Pope's single, it's a tease, baby. A light tease to get you ready for the EP. Because um, he's got to put that on the sly right now. And before we roll out of here, I'm going to give you a little taste of Jeremy's single, which is? New Love. New Love, ladies and gentlemen. So here, it's a premiere for The Curtain Call. How you living? I'll take it. Now, I'll take a, a premiere. Shit. You got to get it when you can get it. See, that's what I learned from Nathan Lee Graham sitting in here. How you doing? So, again... You must come back, come to New York, see Jeremy Pope. Come take in this new piece of theater that is actually going to probably make you think a lot harder than you want it to. Because just if you listen to the conversation that I had with Max Vernon, you will understand how interesting this this is for someone my age and how someone it, someone who has lived as long as I have lived, as, as out and proud as I think I am, the lessons that I learned just sitting in that conversation with him. I still have a lot to learn as well. So, again, that is theviewupstairs.com at the Lynn Redgrave Theater. First previews February 15th, opening February 28th, and it will ro- close tentatively. That's not my thought, May 21st, but we'll see what happens. So, again, thank you guys for hanging out with me, and we'll be back. You give me that new love. What am I gonna do? I'm talking about you, love. I'm talking about you. Talking about you, you give me that new love. What am I gonna do? Ah, talking about you, ah, talking about you, talking about you. Cause you give me that. Give me that. 